I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We appreciate you for listening to D-Lo and KC, where I do all the boring work and Kenny does the fun stuff. <laughs> I'm about to go ahead and make this point. It's going to blow everybody's mind. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on get the formalities over with. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Dr. David in the chat too, because he's right. I, I don't want to overlook it. He said Al Davis did it as well. Al oh, Davis was, was really mm-hmm. big at, at uh, giving uh, shout out blacks, Amy Trask. Yeah, blacks and minorities and women opportunities, man. So big ups to him. Um, but gave Art Shell a couple opportunities. He did. He did. Brought him back. <laughs> Didn't go so much well. to the chagrin of Raider fans. Didn't go so well. Uh, <laughs> that's how, I bet that's how. Uh, <laughs> So Tampa Bay Bucks fans, my <laughs> Well, well, jeez. <sighs> oh, but um, <laughs> uh, did you see Steve Kerr over the weekend talking about Steph Curry? He he said Steph Curry was the modern day. Michael I did. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, he's. I don't think he's completely. I actually wrong. watched a lot of that game yesterday. I didn't even know the, they were playing the Wizards and uh, I, I. You know what? I was watching our guy Bonte. That's kind mm. of what I, I watched Bonte and uh, Festus. And, yeah. It's good stuff there for me. Yeah, I haven't really watched good, Bonte a lot in that yeah. role. They do really a good, good job. They do a really good job. Um, it's weird because it's NBC, so it's all the same music, the same mm-hmm. setup, the same everything, and it's like, what am I watching? <laughs> it's just literally the exact same thing. They should make them go to Sacramento to record the I think that's only fair. <laughs> um, it makes as much sense as Kyle and Morgan and Kenny and Matt going to San Francisco. Hey, you just can't find a space and bring three cameras down to Sacramento. You, they used to do it in Rancho Cordova. That's so unfair. Which people complained about. So NBC was like, "Cool, go to San Francisco." Who complained? Oh, the, the people who were doing it complained. Yeah, it was a it's a it was a pain in the ass. But now it wasn't so bad. They've got the happiest place on earth. Well, I'm sure there's like a little section somewhere in the happiest place on earth where where you can record a show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so uh, Steve Curry said that Steph Curry was the modern-day Michael Jordan. Steve Curry lived through it, you know, going on the road, seeing – he talked about he saw the Jordan 23 jerseys, and um, you see the same thing with Steph now. And he's not wrong. Mm -hmm. You think he's more of that than LeBron? Um, I I think LeBron's a little bit more of that. I honestly – is this a since we're, since we're copping close. out of everything that we're being asked today? <laughs> is LeBron like an entirely different entity? He's his own, like he's if his own thing, like man. if it was Michael, there was magic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is 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 that like the comp right. between these I, two? Like I could I could understand that LeBron could, is an entirely different. It could be a situation animal. where 
Steph is the modern Jordan, and LeBron is the only LeBron. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's probably that that's that might be it. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. LeBron had forty eight nine and eight Ooh, yesterday when the Lakers beat the Rockets. Ooh, uh, of course, the Lakers are the Sacramento Kings' next opponent uh, tomorrow night. We mentioned Anthony Davis earlier. Anthony Davis not expected back until he certainly won't be back tomorrow, not expected back till the beginning of February. That was a, a, a very generically outlined in the article in The Athletic this morning. But it's with, 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 with the trade deadline coming up, I think it's February 8th, the All-Star game shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably talking about, if, 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 if it's first week, and we'll just hypothetically say the 7th, right? That's a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just be better off? You're probably four games, maybe five, having Anthony Davis just sit out till the till the All Star break is over. Yeah, I would think so. I now he can't play in the All Star game. That that's just a rule that's right. that's out there. I don't think he cares. Maybe he does, uh, but if he doesn't come back before the All Star game, he can't play in the All Star game. And he can crazy. still get the recognition for it. Man, I, I'm not trying to hate on him. No, I know exactly where you're going. I, I, I was th- that's it. When I saw early February, that's the first thing that came to my mind as well. It's like he was phenomenal when he played. Mm-hmm. He really was. So that, that, it's been a while now. Yeah. Like what, what, exactly are we, I, we, what exactly are we grading on? You know, I, and I understand. I, I, I get careful with that type of and stuff. And you're damn right this is about DeMonte Sabonis, mm-hmm. so don't even say it. You're don't damn, even wonder. Well, like it's exactly what I'm talking about. I was going to say because Sabonis in. He better Sabonis be. Yeah, well, and, I was going to say it might have more to do with De'Aaron Fox because I know mm-hmm. there's a certain level of bigs and guards and all this other stuff, but there's just two wild card spots, and I don't know. Maybe somebody that was a wild card I, as a big man I, will now go as as just the one of the natural big men. And I don't know where that where 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 they'll be in a month. Let's just say win percentage is still you know five games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Two Lakers get in five games under five hundred. That's crazy. And who? And, 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 and again, we don't have to change anything. The Lakers are currently six games, or the Kings are currently six games above five hundred. And 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 you're telling me, oh, we'll make sure Domas gets in. No, De'Aaron Fox is an All Star too. You know the the crazy thing. I'm looking at this right now, and you could conceivably be looking at for the Western Conference uh, All Stars one, two. Three, four, four players from the top six being in there. Every everybody else that we talk about, all star, they're Jokic, not even in the Jaws, top six. Zion and Luca. Yeah. Mm. That's what are we doing? Because mm-hmm. there's so many years you mm-hmm. talk about winning. Mm-hmm. Like if we if it's yeah. about winning, we shouldn't even be having this debate no more. Fox and Demontis definitely should be in there. Yeah. But yeah. everybody else, they're like, oh, well, you know, no you got to take Steph and you got to take Dame and you got to – SGA's got to go and all the – these guys, they're not, they're not even in the top six. Hey, let's get the Lakers one more time. Give us that three spot just for <laughs> just for a night or two. Just give us the three spot for a night or two. Because like, it, it's clear now. They're not going to get any higher than that. Just because of no, Memphis, no, 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 no. Denver, like that's, the, 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 that's, that's where the they ceiling. are. The, the, the ceiling is three. And in the ceiling is three for New Orleans. The ceiling is, is three, period. No one's going to catch up with Memphis and Denver. They're mm-hmm. not going to lose enough games uh, for anyone to catch up with them. But I'm looking at this right now. 
Get get the Lakers. Get that three spot right quick. Let me get get one last you up tweet thrown out there uh, (laughs) with the shot of the standings. Let's get one of those out there. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. Yeah, that's funny to think about uh, because, I mean, it's Paul and Kawhi aren't making it, right? No. No, there's no way. Steph is going to make it. They're seventh. Mm -hmm. They're going to put Lori in there. Steph is the only one? Yeah. Lori Markin, and I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Minnesota ain't got nobody. Minnesota doesn't have anybody. Dame. They're going to put Dame on there. SGA. Yeah. And then what do you do with Phoenix? They're probably going to try. I thought and put Book, Booker on Book's there. got, but Book, well, Book's he's been out for a long time. Yeah, now too. Book's he's got to be close to returning at this point. I think he got another week or two. Boy, they've lost three straight again. They're twenty-one and twenty-four. I don't know that I could. Tra- oh, that's a lot of L's. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Oh man, they might not make it in general. Man, oh man, they might not make it in general. But yeah, it's gotten it, it. It is. It has been a rough, rough stretch for. There's no doubt in my mind. Phoenix. There's no doubt in my mind that, and and we could use people use all the metrics and all this other stuff. De'Aaron Fox and Demontis Sabonis should both be in Utah for the All Star. They're game. two and twelve in their last fourteen, and they got the, they've got the Nets tonight. Ship with a P, be sinking. Mm. Nets are. Nets are on some hard times now, though, without KD. I don't think they've won since KD's been hard out. Hard times like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> uh, they've lost their last two. I think they have a similar thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Chicago. They're, they are two and three in their last five. Mm. But that, that was a team that had won what eleven in a row and yeah. like. 17 of 19 or something like that before Katie got Katie, hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's too bad, man. And the Fox and Sabonis uh, absolutely should be in Utah on the all-star team. There's no doubt in my mind. And um, this goes back to something you talked about earlier. <laughs> I wouldn't make – I wouldn't be in a, in a rush to make any trades if I were the Kings. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in a rush. I like – I think Sarah asked me this on Sunday on Sports Sunday – and I, I I like I think the roster is good as is. There may be some stuff, you know, like I like I said on there, Alex Lynn, um, Rashawn Holmes. Mm-hmm. You can move that to get Mason Plumlee or something like that. But the rotational guys, I like those guys. I know a lot of people talking about That's- we need a backup center and all this. Stuff. Like I, I don't, I'm not saying nobody's wrong, but. I like what they have with Metsu. I like what he brings. To, does he always play well? Does he always play perfect defensively? No. Is he always scoring a lot? No. But I think him being on the court, I think it it, it helps this team flow a little bit better. I wouldn't be in the. I, I'd be asking around, but I wouldn't be so quick to make a move. Does TD count as a rotational player? He does for me. Maybe mm-hmm. technically he doesn't. Um, but and this may be where I'm being selfish. I, but I even think of it think of it in a basketball term. I keep TD around because mm-hmm. you got a guy where if Herder's out or Fox mm-hmm. is out or Monk yep. is out for yep. a, a game or two, you can throw TD in there and not really miss a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So I I it'd have to be a hell of a deal for me to move on from 
anybody outside of Lynn and Rashawn Holmes. Your focus primarily on the DMP categories if you're going to move somebody, and that's mm-hmm. Alex Lynn. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's Rashawn Holmes, um, and that's that's probably where it ends. I don't know who's calling Sacramento Kings, and I don't mean this as a shot and going, hey, we need to get our hands on Matthew Dellavedova, which I actually think is a good thing because I think the Kings like having Matthew Dellavedova in the so locker too. room, especially yeah. from some of the things that Mark Jones and uh, uh, Katie Christensen said on mm-hmm. broadcast. Kyle Draper as well. It, it seems like he's an important part of the locker room while he might not be an important part of the uh, 48 minutes on the basketball floor. Mm-hmm. He, he's important to everything else. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a fan favorite. Every time he does anything, it gets a pop. Yeah, yeah, it gets Delhi a pop. Get out there. It gets a pop. The Kings have won four in a row. Uh, they'll try to make it five against the Los Angeles Lakers uh, tomorrow. Make sure to talk to Jason Jones here, your co-host on J Street Vibes. Of course, uh, Jason Jones of the Athletic. I'm just waiting for Jason to get the call and say, "Hey, pal, you're doing a great job with this cultural work. We're going to have to put you back on the Kings beat." <laughs> We literally have you on our staff. We need you to go cover one of the hottest teams in the NBA. Because ain't nobody going to see him on national television, so oh we need a writer. gosh. How embarrassing for the Meanwhile, world. enjoy this Phoenix Suns game. Oh, how embarrassing. Tune into the Clippers, My beloved where you NBA. might see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, or <laughs> you might not. My beloved NBA. How I mean, just start switching stuff around now. I don't know why they don't. I don't know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. We I don't need know. to see Portland again on national TV. Oh, but we do because it might be Dame time. Jason joins Jason Jones joins us next uh, here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now, now, back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Jason Jones set to join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes as we, um, man, we just kind of hang out. Recap some of the things that happened over the weekend. The Sacramento Kings, uh, winners of four straight, heading into Los Angeles tomorrow, hoping to make it five. Of course, Oklahoma City. I'm really looking forward to that Oklahoma City game on Friday. I, I am too. I am too. I want to see what, what happens with, with Oklahoma City, man, because they're playing as good as anybody in the league right now. Giddy's back. SGA's balling. They, they got some interesting ball players. But I wanted to check the pulse with you because I remember last week you talked about it like, you know, because it was the Rockets and maybe the Magic. And like, uh, all right, like, I'm not going to really. I at, You were look, thinking about if they were to won <clears throat> all those games, like, mm-hmm. is it really going to excite me? Now that it's happened, mm-hmm. did did you feel that way or were you like a little more amped up than you realized? Or? Yeah, I, I felt like. Um... No, I was happy for sure. I was like, but it was more of a sigh of they relief. Took it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a sigh of relief. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they took care of business. Like they they did what we damn near demanded that they do, mm-hmm. and they haven't always <laughs> done. They haven't always done that. Like I mean, every everyone remembers the road trip last year mm-hmm. against the four worst teams in the league and how that went. Yeah. We all remember that. Uh, so it, it's absolutely something to celebrate when you can grab, you know, three straight wins at home, wins on the road. And whether everyone, you know, whether we like the way the games went or the flow of the games, I was really, you know, I, I know we had fun with Matt George on, on, on Thursday about the, you know, the fourth quarter of that Houston Rockets game. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it in hindsight, I was far more concerned about the second Rockets game just because of that scuffle, I was like, mm. this could really shift things. Yeah. And if they lose this game, we're pointing to this 10-minute mark here in the fourth quarter when this scuffle broke out. And, and, they, and They handled business, though. Yeah, they second did. Half, they, that was a 15- to 20-point game. Yeah. The whole second half. Absolutely. Uh, as we welcome in the professor, uh, Jason Jones, who I think appears every week. Uh, with a pro wrestling shirt on, which is that, is, is that KO? Yeah, that's KO. Yeah. And I think I need to grab my uh, charge real quick. I just got the whole you need to charge. Oh, that's on. okay. Go, 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 go! Grab the charge, man. There ain't right. no, ain't no fourth wall on this show, man. You good to go? Uh, you good to go? But no, I was, I was, I was happy that they won, mm-hmm. and and probably excited that they won. Um, but there was a, there, there was definitely a. You know, I've, I, I, I do all of the, the graphics. That's why they look like a, a child made them for, yeah, like, ESPN look, 1320 really and all that stuff. They look really good. The, uh, truth be, I, you know, San Antonio's guy, I was making that one pretty early. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I expected them to win that game. San Antonio's start. Now, this is the crazy thing. It there always go. happens. KO's the back. KO. There you go. You know, I'm not a big KO guy. Just, he can go. I, I He's know, really, I know, really good. I, know. I just, I'm not a big KO guy. 
Yeah. I thought what they you know, did. Maybe it's because he stole the is stunner. Is that what it is? Oh. You don't like fat people? Well, no, I think he stole the stunner, and I, I don't appreciate that. Well, eventually every move gets recycled <laughs> at some point. Remember yeah. remember when the super kick was a finisher? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> There's a lot of moves that used to be finishers. It's just like a move now. The DDT <laughs> used to be the most feared finisher of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that meant Damien time, Damien's dinner time. <laughs> now it's a transition move to something else. That's right, it. Right. Yeah, but 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 they told a nice little story with Kevin Love on Friday. Oh, Owens. I didn't, I, uh, I didn't, Kevin Owens. They, t- they told a nice little story with Kevin Owens on Friday. I got to check that out. I got to watch because, SmackDown and, talk. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's just the brilliance of Sami Zayn. Hmm. One slight little facial expression and it was, oh, okay, all right. So that, that's this it is brilliant storytelling going on on Friday night. Yeah, all right. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's in his bag, and and I'm really enjoying that. You know, Dominic Mysterio spent 30 minutes in jail, and now he's Tupac. I mean, I love. This. Someone so- compared him to Prison Mike from The Office, and like now I need to now I absolutely need to see it because I haven't. I mean, this is some of the when he goes to back on the yard, like he was actually in prison. Like, on the yard, that was what they would do to you. I I'm mean, a, I haven't seen like, this. I'm gonna have to see this. I'm gonna. Have it's to see hilarious. This. I mean, it has me dying every week now. <laughs> Whenever Dom goes into his, you know, what did he say? Uh, what did he say? We what do we call a oost in the oost run from a fake essay? <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go catch oh, up on my man, DVR I, I gotta episode. See yeah, this, this, this stuff is gold. I, I mean, I I'm loving every minute of this whole Dominic Mysterio. You know, with the they even have it, it, the little fake teardrop tattoo. I mean, this is no, no, they don't. He got it. <laughs> That's tremendous. He's wearing the flannels now, and <laughs> oh. yeah, it's, it's outstanding stuff going on right now. Oh yeah, I gotta check this out. That is tremendous. Hey, uh, one thing I was gonna say though. It just, you know, being at the game on Friday. And, Damien, you may never experience this. Jason, you might. Uh, but, Damien, I think you'll never experience this. Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure you never experience this. After the game, the beam was lit. Literally the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Doko was just smiling. Mm-hmm. It was so happy. It was like, oh, yeah, this is the best thing ever. I love life. I love sports. La la la. Sounds very funny. very stark uh, comparison to when Saturday night when it yeah. was just yeah. doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And I say you'll never experience that yeah. because not, I don't know if we're gonna let you stay around the whole time anymore, yeah. Damien. Yeah, oh for two. <laughs> oh, for, oh, oh for oh for two. You Boston. may I may even make you cut out early on Friday. Well, I, I, if I explain it to to everybody <laughs> in the room, like, hey, these are the rules. They are rigid. Uh, I will show myself the door. <laughs> good time and then jason you got to get back up here man you know what i'm saying you gotta get to the i will stuff. i will i mean they got me doing you know visiting other places right oh, now you, oh whoa whoa did you see, did you see that did you see the man uh, on saturday oh man red your color bro red your color oh <laughs> red your color oh, big I, i'm sorry san francisco 49er beat writer i was first jason off, jones I was the Niners, first off. And secondly, that lanyard for my credential was the first right. time in my life I've ever worn anything with the 49ers on it. Boy, Sean and Cunningham <laughs> dimed you out with a quickness. 
Then Marcus Thompson got a picture of me. This I, I didn't real it didn't dawn on me. Then they were like, You've got Niner stuff. I'm like, I don't have Niner stuff on. I have a lanyard with my credential. That had the 49ers logo on. Red's your color, big dog. Look, he look, now he's wearing red. I think we've already transformed him. I think so. This was a Father's Day gift from my children. Thank you very much. Just happened to be <laughs> let's, red. Let's Go, goes goes with your no. new lanyard. <laughs> No, hey, no. Hey, you going back this weekend? No, I'm not. I don't. No, that's not in the cards. And it, <laughs> he I wouldn't tell would, us I, if he was. I would need to wear blue and silver and blue if I went back. You know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I despise the joy of Niner fan more than Cowboy fan. My girlfriend's a Cowboys fan, so Ooh. I got. So I, if I if I got to choose, you no know, peace and violence, I'm, I need the Niners to lose and go ahead and. Make sure that she's happy. Well, I don't need the Niners to lose, even though my fiance's a girl, Cowboys fan too. Oh wow, man! How did this happen? She's a lost soul. Been trying to save her for years. She don't want no saving. I heard she got. Why did Niners fans do that? Why don't you come over here with us? We don't. Nobody wants to come be with y'all. Okay. Well, I mean, we're having so much fun. We're having such a great time. We're trying to bring everybody else into the joy, but I'd rather. And Ryan. is absolutely no. going to be a Niners. Fan. I heard uh, the the, the, I might the have Dak lost, Prescott jersey's already uh, been. Purchased. Well, I might have lost Reese. I'm not going to lie to you. I might have lost Reese. Mm. I'm not losing Ryan. <laughs> not losing Ryan. Okay. All right, buddy. We'll <laughs> I got lucky. All my kids went with me except one of them. He he goes back and forth depending on what parent he's hanging out with. It's <laughs> probably the, the smart, smartest kids you have right there. Yeah, the That's the one who's going to get away with everything. Other ones are like, we're going to roll with dad. Whatever team dad likes, you know, <laughs> we, you know, got him to a Dodger game early. So they're like, yeah, this is the, you know, but one of them, he, he has this little, when I'm at mom, I'm a Warriors fan and I love Steph and I'm with dad. LeBron is the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and he even told his older, older, I, I was just joking. It's the youngest. I was just joking with him one day. I was like, if you want to eat, you know who to cheer for. He told his brothers, do you guys want to eat? <laughs> If you want to eat, we like the Lakers over here. And they were like, okay, whatever. Well, well so, look, look, Jason, don't be surprised if he says uh, last week he said LeBron is the best player in the world. And this week he says Harrison Barnes is the best player in the world. Because that's exactly who's balling out right now. Harrison Barnes is killing in 2023. Killing. New year, new Harrison. <laughs> yeah. This, what, what's the number? He's averaging 21. And, 20, and yeah, 22. And it's on like he's averaging 22 points per game. On fifty six percent from the field, fifty six percent from the from three, and eighty nine percent from the free throw line. I think it's. I, I may sound crazy now. Twenty two a night. I don't think so. I think Harrison. I really believe he can go seventeen, eighteen a night for the rest of the season. If he does, they're a damn good team. I mean that that's yeah. And it's always fun when Harrison goes on these stretches where he scores a lot because it's almost like he's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, you know, he doesn't change. He's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't well, happen I, often, uh, but it's happened now. We were t- we were talking about who to root for because we're looking at the scoreboard every single night. Every day. Every uh, day. Portland and Denver play tonight. Denver will be uh, playing without Mike Malone. Oh. who has entered the very rare health and safety protocols oh. in 2023. Oh. Every now and then, I guess they still check. So you know. <laughs> Every once in a while. They check more for um, 
for steroids than they do uh, <laughs> COVID. Josh's been tested, what, seven times? Yeah. They got Donovan after Every he scored Every time he 71. dunks on somebody, go ahead and get that skinny kid a test. Yeah, that's not making any sense. And I think only coaches enter health and safety protocol. <laughs> Michael Malone. Good, yeah. Mike Who Brown. I, I, I have no idea. All the players got non-COVID illnesses. <laughs> um. Is it you 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 have been around the Sacramento Kings for a very very long time. Is it fair 42 games into the season I think it is to not expect something to fail anymore to like look at this team and go, "Nah, this is this is a good team that's going to achieve something this year." I think it's fair. I think we've got enough of us cuz even back in the 2018-19 season, it kind of felt like a lot of smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. like they're doing this, but this is going to fall apart eventually. And I think even though – I think they're they're so good on offense, it overcomes the defense. And, they, you know, so the, I, I just think what they're doing they, – they can they can keep this up. I don't this, – this doesn't feel fake. I mean, mm-hmm. that year felt like, yeah, it, it, they're doing it, but nah, this, this doesn't feel like – it didn't feel like they were one of the eight or nine best teams in the West. It felt like they just happened to have a halfway decent record. When your head coach comes out and says, nah, this ain't, this ain't going to hold up, that's probably a good indication that it's not going to hold up. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I this this feels real. This feels re- – it looks real. You you know, you've got talent. You've got two legit guys, you know, a, a legit one-two combo as opposed to a bunch of guys playing above their heads and you feel like all these guys are going to come back to earth. Mm. I don't think Sabonis is going to all of a sudden go out there and start averaging 12, 7, and 3. You know, I don't think De'Aaron is going to start averaging 15 points for like a month. So all of this feels legit. You know, I just, I I mean, the team is put together in in a way that makes sense. They've got an identity. They're they're beating teams. They're, you know, they're they're supposed to beat teams for the most part. You know, I just think that this this is, I think this is a, a a model that they can keep up. You know, the rest of the year. Where, where do you stand on, like, what they're doing on offense compared to what they're doing on defense? Because, like, I've I've talked about it a couple of different times. Like, this is what you do. You score. And I'm not saying neglect defense. I'm not saying don't try to get better on defense. But never lose sight, 2022-2023 Sacramento Kings. You score. That's what you do. I've coined it. That's your superpower. Where do you stand on, like, where that can get them. You know what I mean? Like, is that something that is just applicable to the the regular season and in the postseason they're not going to be able to do the same things? Or is it something that can still be a bit of a superpower once the playoffs come around? I've always said that you got to pick a struggle. And for so many years, they were bad on both ends of the, <laughs> of the court. It's like, mm-hmm. you got to pick a struggle. And they clearly picked their struggle is going to be on defense. So, they, you know, so – this is going to get them a, some regular season wins. My concern for them in the postseason would be if the game slows down and gets more physical, you know, if the refs, you know, you know, uh, hold up. The refs don't change anything because the postseason, they still rep the same way. I forgot, but hmm. say the game slows down a little bit and then you start letting guys grab the air and more and they get a little more physical. If the game slows down, it becomes about possession by possession. Can they defend over say a 12 minute stretch? Like you need them to win playoff games. I don't know. 
Well, shout out to the officials who have spent the whole first half of the season allowing De'Aaron to play playoff basketball. They're they're preparing them. They're they're getting them ready. (laughs) You know, so, but I I think, I mean, they can be a scary playoff team because they can score. And so, I mean, what that gets you in the postseason, I don't know. I don't think it gets you swept. Mm. But, you know, but I think that uh, when you play the best of the best, that that the, the the defense is going to matter in the end, but like I said, they got an identity. They finally have picked the struggle instead of saying we suck on offense and defense. Okay, you know what? We'll be really good on offense. We'll keep trying to get better on defense. Mm-hmm. And even though we won't, you know, hold you to like ninety eight, some ridiculous number. If you can play good enough defense, you you know you can win some games and you know they just don't have a lot of margin for error a lot of nights right. you know that point differential is so small mm-hmm. to where if they were just a you know a little bit better on defense you probably could breathe a little easier but they're going to be in a lot of close games just because mm-hmm. you know what was that old Patrick Ewing line during the lockout we make a lot of money but we spend a lot of money <laughs> yeah. they score a lot of points but they give up a lot of points so <laughs> they're going to have a lot of they're going to have a lot of tight games but. They're going to win more than they lose playing this way, and as long as they don't get away from what they are offensively, and they don't turn, probably more importantly, don't turn the ball over because you can't be bad, a bad defensive team and then give up playing this style and then give teams 15, 20 extra possessions off of your own mistakes. Yeah, and, and real quick, now I was going to say what what Jason said is not wrong. Like traditionally, that's exactly what happens in the playoffs with high scoring teams. The game slows down and those, you know, seven seconds or less teams or something like that in Phoenix, they usually have a hard time scoring. Here's the crazy thing for this Kings team is they're not like a fast break team. Like they're not like this run and gun team. Their half court offense seems so efficient. That's where they're getting a lot of these points. So if the game does slow down in the postseason, they're still right at home. Like, they they go to work in the half court, so I'm yeah, sure they'll that's be. Why they that's why they can't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why you can't have 15, 20 turnover games because yeah. that, along with bad shots, you know, as long as they move the ball and they take good shots, they'll be balanced defensively. You can get back. You got a chance, but they just can't get into some crazy stuff like you know what? Hey, twenty seconds on the clock. I'm taking a thirty-five foot three just for the hell of it. Yeah, buddy, they just can't get stuck into stuff like that. I also think that unlike in years past, they actually have personnel that can play defense. Mm-hmm. Whether they do it every possession or, <laughs> or, 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 or for 48 minutes is an entirely different yeah. story. But we know De'Aaron can play defense. We know DeMontis Sabonis is always going to know where to have his guys. Harrison Barnes the same way. And then, you know, of course, you know, Davion Mitchell potentially being the anchor mm-hmm. for all of that. I think in years past, it's like none of these guys can play defense. This group, I think, can, just don't. And I'm not sure what's worse for Mike Brown, but like I, I think that's the case, and that's why we've seen moments, spurts of really solid defensive efforts from them. Yeah, because past years it was, okay, Harrison, can you guard four people? Mm-hmm. And it would be like, okay, we need Harrison to guard the best wing player. Oh, you might need to guard a power forward. Hey, Harrison, why don't you play some five and guard somebody? So, you know, now, you you know, you got you got multiple guys who can help. And I think that that, that is what makes it frustrating because it's like you guys can do this for more than five minutes. 
Can we get, you know, 10 minutes of it? Because, I mean, the, the way they score, most nights they're going to go on a run. And you're not going to keep up with them for about a good seven, eight-minute stretch. Mm-hmm. And if they can, and as long as they just defend and don't turn the ball over, play smart, more times than not they're going to be able to win games. Yeah. The frustrating thing watching them, and we saw a lot in that Spurs game, especially in the first half, was like the straight-line drives. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if yeah. you're not a great defensive team – cool but you can't just let people waltz to the basket like they did in that first half and that's that's usually when I get frustrated with defense I know when when the three balls falling for the other team it's frustrating in a different respect because it's like oh my gosh they're hitting everything but you kind of just say hey like they're hitting shots when they just walk to the lane Trey Jones oh my gosh (laughs) they had him looking like like uh Chris Paul (laughs) prime Chris Paul man those nights where they're giving up 60, 70 points in the paint just can't happen. Like, you know, you're giving up 120 something points and more than half are coming in the paint. I mean, you just, you know, cause then if they're living in the paint, then, you know, when they're not scoring, they're probably getting to the line. So now mm-hmm. you're at a deficit in paint points and you're probably giving them 30 free throws. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad recipe when you just let guys go, you know, do what they want. And if, and where I get frustrated is when I'm watching and I go, you know what? That guy's gonna be wide open, hmm. and then everyone sees it, and then they they don't see it, hmm. and it's like it's just it can't just be too easy. And sometimes it's just too easy. Like okay, dribble the ball up, go straight to the hoop. You know, somebody get in front of them, do something. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the Spurs were doing. Mm-hmm. Spurs, you know, they had had a couple of games, both against the Rockets, where they held them under. I think it was under fifty. It was like somewhere in the forties and points in the paint. Yeah. And then San Antonio came out with 66. And they they look like prime Wilt Chamberlain out there getting getting buckets for him. Uh, and they couldn't do anything. And, I, and, and you say this all the time, Casey, that's less an interior defense and weakness on the perimeter. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't put Harrison everywhere. You can't put Harrison and Davion everywhere. Everybody got to do their part. Uh, speaking of Davion, we talked about him earlier. And I think we both kind of came to the conclusion – uh, he had a big offensive game on Sunday against the Spurs. And, you know, I think he's capable of doing something like that a little bit more often, but it doesn't seem like it always happens. But it kind of feels like, um, you know, like extra extra icing on the cake when he's able to score. And I, what I mean by that, Jay, is I feel like Davion is so important and so vital to the defensive end. He can have games where he has like four points, and I'm still like, cool, Davion did his job. He locked up. You know, do you feel the same way about watching him play, or do you think you want to see a little bit more from him on the offensive end? I mean, the way they score, it's kind of hard for me to be to nitpick Davion for not scoring enough. Yeah. I mean, it's always good, you know, when your backup point guard can go out there and maybe get you double digits. But I think, like you said, so much of his energy is committed sometimes to disrupting another guy, and he's shown he can be an improved shooter. He's shown he can, you know, he can do it. It's, it's, it's also that he's in that spot where you're the backup point guard. So he's not going to get that same length with terms of minutes. And maybe, you know, on a, on a given night, he only gets up four or five, six shots. Whereas if he were playing more, he might get up 12, 13. Mm-hmm. So I don't really worry about him. You know, the times I've talked to him, he's he's solid. And, every, and his track record is that he's going to do what it takes to win. 
Yeah. You know, he's shown that he will improve in every area he needs to improve. People forget before before he you know was going to his last year of college, they were saying he was a guy who couldn't shoot from the perimeter at all. And he went out there and he showed that he's shown that this year. And everyone from Baylor would always tell me when I talked to him about him, he's going to, he's going to make your, uh, your culture better by the way he works. So I don't worry about him at all. I just figure, you know, there'd be nice where he scores nice that he doesn't, but even if he's not scoring, I don't worry about Davion being a guy saying I missed four shots and I'm not going to do anything else. Mm -hmm. De'Aaron Fox has been just ridiculously explosive this year. I think he has more dunks this season than like the last two years combined. What do you attribute that to? Is that, is that just like an evolution of his game? Cause for us, we've speculated, especially he, he had like just a couple in a row and they're like just explosive, just vicious dunks where it feels like, and he said this really, really early in the season, I can get any shot I want to. It feels like he's playing with an entirely different level of confidence, and that's allowing him to get to the rim in a way I don't think he ever has before. He's just doing it. I mean, he's always had he's always had flashes of it. Mm. And I look back to that uh, that Twitter exchange with him and his dad when he said, I think it was back during Team USA days, where he said, "I can you know I can dunk on anybody anytime I want." His dad said, "Well, won't you do it?" You know, he always could do it. And that's always was kind of the uh, kind of question with De'Aaron, not can you do it, but why don't you do it more often? And mm -hmm. this, this feels like this season, I think part of it is he's got better players around him, which is, of course, going to build your confidence. He's been pretty much healthy all year, yeah. you know, and so and then when you're getting the reward of getting to the line more, I mean, there were times I would be like, I wouldn't go in there either and get knocked around. And so they can, like, you know, get knocked to the ground for no reason. Hmm. So I think it's probably a combination of things, but yeah, I think he catches the body every game. Seriously, it just feels man. like every game, someone's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, and it's just, it's just nasty. Just, you know, these are, I mean, I know he doesn't get the John Morant ESPN highlights, but De'Aaron, He's got some top 10 plays this yeah. year mm -hmm. and almost to the point where I'm like, maybe Darren could have done the dunk contest. I mm. you know, Cause I mean, he, you know, he gets up there and it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's explosive. And I think maybe last year he was probably a little too heavy. He admitted, you know, came in too big, you know, maybe he didn't have the same type of explosiveness, but yeah, this year it's just been, it's a, it's a mindset. I think really with Darren, it's a mindset. He's always been able to do it, but yeah. I think he's had the pedal, you know, you know, he's, you know, he's been he's been more on than off way more this season than I've ever seen. I think I think you said the perfect word. It, it is a mindset with him because I remember I, I don't want to quote him if he didn't actually say this, but I feel like a year or two ago somebody asked him about dunking and he was like, I mean, it's two points. It doesn't matter. Or he said something to the effect of like, I only have so many jumps. You know what I mean? I don't want to waste it uh, on dunk. He, he was like real passive with the thought of of dunking. And it was just all a mindset. And you see this year, he's had this explosive mindset. He's had this mindset to, to constantly attack. Ruthless aggression, some might say. And uh, <laughs> and uh, also with Malik Monk around. And, and like you say, he's getting a dunk every game, it feel like. I mean, like I said, not just a dunk. It's like, you know, Watch somebody head. in the lane need to run. Yeah. Watch your head. How does Sabonis compare to DeMarcus? in terms of how 
just really, really good these two players were for the franchise. Both really damn good players. Uh, Did you know Domas was this good? I thought he was good. I remember when they when they made the trade. I was on the fence of I was on the side. Remember, I was on the side of this is a good trade for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, "Well, you're crazy." And I said he was going to be the best player that you know. This is like the the best big they've had since Demarcus, and probably the big the most impactful trade since Weber. I thought. I mean, I've always I like Sabonis. That I think he was twenty twenty, you know, you know twenty fifteen and fifteen. No, you know, I didn't. I didn't see all that coming. But I think the main difference is, is in terms of. I think they both have similar skill sets. I think obviously Demarcus is a more of a, was a, is a more physical player. Mm-hmm. I just wish I could have seen Demarcus play on a team where they actually put shooters in space around him. Mm-hmm. Actually, put a team like this around him where he didn't have to carry everything. I mean, I, you know, I think, the, you know, I was talking about this the other day. The best point guard that DeMarcus played with was he had Rondo for a year and Darren Collison. Then he had IT, but he never had – IT became an all-star after Sacramento. He didn't have that same – he didn't have that level of guy with him. They never really got him that supreme all-star level talent to pair with him. But I just think, I mean, you see the way that with their, you know, the offense, the way they use Sabonis. Demarcus could have done all that in Sacramento. They, they just, I mean, if, if the poor drafting was highlighted by anything, is look at the guy they drafted around Demarcus. Yeah. You never got him the right, you know, and a lot of it was just overthinking things, you know, just oh, completely overthinking things, and and thinking, you know, well, if I take this guy, Demarcus will get mad or. Just weird stuff, but I think overall, Lord help me. Is that the tweet? Oh, Lord, it was give me strength. Lord, oh. give me strength. That's what it was. And to, and to be and Demarcus told me that because he was doing hot yoga that day, it had nothing to do with draft. Hell of a timing for that hot <laughs> yoga class to wrap up. Yeah, so I, I mean, they definitely have similar skill. I just, I think you know, Demarcus is more physical. Demarcus had you know that aggression. You know, you know, in a sense that he's going to dunk on somebody when he gets a chance. But in a lot of ways, I mean, when I watch the bonus, I could see Demarcus doing all the same things. Yeah, I mean, so I, no, I was just going to say, I think Demarcus is a little more skilled offensively. Uh, yeah, with what he has in his yeah. bag, um, I think as good as a passer as Cousins is or was is, I should say, um, I think Demontis is a better passer. Uh, natural passer than, than well, that's that's DNA. That's DNA too, right. you know. Right, right, right. Arvidas, right. Arvidas had a few tricks in his sleeve, you know, back in the day. Exactly. Hey, Jason, before you go, um, you care to guess? Like we just having fun with it. I said thirty-three. You care to mm-hmm. guess when uh, Demonte's double-double streak will end? I said thirty-three games. Oh man, where is it at now? 20? Twenty. Twenty. No rhyme or reason for me saying thirty three. I just I, I don't just, have a rhyme or reason either. I'll just say twenty seven. No no reason at all. Just throw a random number out. He's going Roman Reigns style with this thing. <laughs> Two hundred and six. What's the record? Well, yeah, it gets a little. Wilt Chamberlain has like 250 something in a row. Then he has another record of like 110 in a row. Then he has another record of like 101 in a row. We don't count. So we traced it back. It's Kevin Love. 
Kevin Love has 53. Yeah. I think it was. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, Wilt's kind of an unfair. Yeah, so Kevin Kevin Love has 53. I think Dwight we we is 33. 33. Yeah. I mean, given the the fact I'm, I'm going to change that. See, given the fact that he doesn't really have a backup they trust like that. Hmm. He'll get the 40. Mm. He's going to mm. get the minutes. He's going to get the yeah. minutes. I mean, he's getting double doubles by halftime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So, I mean, I could easily see him getting the 40. You know, mm-hmm. the minutes he plays. I think if it ends, it ends because they're in a blowout. Either they're winning or they're, you know, you know, it's a big game and he just sits with like 17 and 8 and Mike Brown has enough clap to throw him in the game late to get two rebounds. That, that's what happened the last time he didn't get a double-double. It was the Clippers game. Mm-hmm. They were just beating the mess out of them. And what do you twenty six minutes? Five, five yeah. rebounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to me, that's how it ends. It just ends because the, you know the game is so lopsided. You don't throw him back out there. But yeah, I mean, he gets these things just like in his sleep. It's easy. Seven first half double doubles, uh, according to Will Z. Wow. Uh, seven first half double doubles. Uh, I'm going. I'm. 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 I'm going Roman. This. This thing's going for the season. Oh he's my! He's breaking the record. Oh my! Or let's he's, go. He's breaking the Kevin Love. God, acknowledge God him. Mode. God mode. God mode. <laughs> indeed. He'll be in God mode. Okay. If, can we'll if if that happens, will you ask Domas if he was in God mode? <laughs> I will go specifically to the game to ask him was he in God mode? Because we'd ask James to do it. James would never do it. Like James would be like, "Why are we bringing God into this?" Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "I'm like, I'm like, uh, what's it feel like to be in God mode?" Oh yeah. You know, you know, the, I'll wear the God mode shirt. He'll oh, he'll, he'll get he'll, he'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe That's he'll good. get it. He'll be like, oh, "Okay." Hey, Jason, let's go Niners, brother. You know what it is, baby. Let's go. We got this, right? We got this. Come on, brother. It pains me to say this, but they them boys or something. We them boys. They them boys. how it goes? I don't know. You know, I am not saying go. I'm not saying that. That's okay. Fellow Niner brother. Your attire this weekend said it all. gone too far. You know, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me. We appreciate you, Jason. Thanks as always. Always. Catch y'all next week. All right. Jason Jones, The Athletic, and, of course, uh, J Street Vibes podcast, available wherever you get podcasts from. Uh, Rumors are uh, 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 Levi Stadium Vibes podcast is on the way, (laughs) uh, starring Kenny Carraway and (laughs) – Jason to, Jones, to Bartolo super, drive. super 49er fan vibes from, from Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway coming, coming to a podcast platform near you. Can't wait. Somewhere Can't Danny wait. in San Francisco is going. That's a great I, idea. I money. Let's do this. <laughs> Danny you, is. Uh, you already got four texts and two emails right now. <laughs> Danny's Mr. Crab and SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't get the reference, but I. Jesse knows he did. Jesse's not listening to you. It's fine, Jesse. No, you're doing a good job in there. No. That's, Sorry, no. guys. I was cutting the clip. No, you're doing good. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, oh that's great stuff. Well, I, for, Sean, going on tonight. I, I love that Sean just blasted him, too. Like That, was, that was hilarious. Oh, that's With tremendous. the lanyard on it. Lanyard. And he looked mortified Crosses two sticks. by the whole situation. Nothing going on tonight. College basketball. Kansas versus Kansas State. Mm. Two versus 12. All right. And the battle for gas going to be a good one. All right, I guess I'll tap into that. I don't really have a show I'm watching, so 
I will uh, pop in a little bit for for Philly and and, and the Clippers for sure. Um, for sure. You know, Philadelphia, I, of course, will be here on Saturday. All week, I'm just scouring like all my apps for like 49ers Cowboy content, like historical, like documentaries, old games, all week long. It started last night at like 1:38. But by the way, did you see the uh, NFL had to tell Kansas City and Buffalo, hey, you know? you got to start selling tickets for the AFC championship because of the mm. neutral site thing. How do you think Cincinnati feels about that? Well, How do- <laughs> <laughs> can't be feeling good. About- I'm telling you, I think Cincinnati going to win that game. You think so? I think so. I'm going to look more into it, but I think, I think Cincinnati going to win. I mean, it didn't really matter how the Jaguars feel, to be honest. But, but <laughs> I mean, my Trevor guy, Lawrence, my guy, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, my guy. But still, it's like a hey, bulletin board material doesn't mean a lot for you guys right now. Like, hey, if you get the job done, that's if they terrific. Come out and win, that'd be crazy. Oh, that would be wild. Crazy. That would be absolutely uh, insane. We appreciate you so much for being with us. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. We'll get you ready uh, for the Kings and the Lakers in SoCal. Um, until then, have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sacramento Sports Leader. d one KC on ESPN 1320. Go Kings, go Niners, Cowboys stink. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.